I want you all to take the next three to four minutes to pick an artist that relates to how you see yourself. You can pick whatever medium. I'm thinking music when it comes to my head first, but you can pick whatever medium. If it's like an actor or if it's an athlete, whoever you align with. We don't pick on Christina. You know, I like to pick. I just texted Emily and said Mo's going to call on me. I was about to unmute. I felt it. I manifested it. Anyways, okay. <laughs> I have two people. My first one is Stevie Nicks. Because for lack of a better word, I just think she's a badass. And I think I'm a badass. But she, if anyone doesn't know, she was in a whole band, Fleetwood Mac, uh, with her ex, Lindsay. Um, And she wrote a whole album about him. They went on tour. She sang that right to him. And I think I'm the type of girl that would do something like that. My other one's on the complete opposite side of the spectrum, Maya Angelou which I feel like I should not be comparing myself to her at all. She is a queen, but she has some of my favorite quotes. My favorite one's actually on my desktop. It says, my mission in life is to not merely to survive, but to thrive and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. That's one of my favorite quotes. I don't really know why. I feel like we are like, I don't think that we are. I just admire her as a person. So yeah. Hey, you snap. Let's give her a round of applause. I like to do snaps today, but yeah, we're going to snap it up. All right, Leslie, you're my next person. Who is the artist that is a reflection of who you are as a person? Okay, so I'll have two. Does it have to be a musician or does it could be anything? Anybody. So I'll do number one, Salvador Dali, because his artwork is very eclectic, but at the same time, he's very versatile. And I feel like my photography and videography, I'm trying to mimic that in the same lens. And so I'll do that. And then for my second person, I would say probably Flo Millie, because just the way that she comes off, like she just doesn't care. She's unapologetically herself. And that's something that I'm still working on, but that's definitely, excuse me, definitely something that I want to aspire to be in my career. Okay. And then last but not least, we're gonna pick Cheyenne. Cheyenne, who are your artists? I know one of them, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any other answer besides that. So I feel like I'm not giving you a good answer, but if I can make Taylor Swift the answer of any question, I will try hard to do so. That's what I got, but I feel like that was a boring answer for everyone. Why is that your answer? Obviously, I don't think I'm like, like her or anything. Definitely not, but I just really like her. I really admire her, so. When we think of this phrase that I've thrown out at you all since the beginning of this internship, all you have is all you need. What does that mean to you? And we're gonna start with Bryn. Oh my God, okay. Um, All you have is all you need goes back to self-actualization. You put out into the universe what you want and you're gonna find that what you need is going to come to you and you're also going to find that what you have inside of you is what is going to let you find what you need inside and outside of you good so what are some of those things that you all want cs i'm gonna start with you yes i think uh one thing i really want in life is like just to continue like learning and growing especially in the fields that 
I aspire to be in. And so I think how I've done that, that's not part of the question, but just by like being what I need is like seeking out people who can teach me those things. Ella, what about you? I also would like to kind of grow in my profession. I think like making more connections too and like putting myself out there, being confident in like the skills that I have and using that to like grow in the direction that I want to. When we think of that, I like, I broke that phrase down, but the first part of all of you. So what does that encompass it? Encompass like wants versus needs, right? And I'm sure we all have heard about this idea of wants versus needs, but really taking time to analyze, right? What is something that you want versus what is something that you need? And especially thinking about this when it relates to your career, because there's a lot of things that we get caught up in with like potential things that we might want, but like what do we really need at the bottom of it or behind it, right? For me, when I first started corporate, I thought I just needed a lot of money and I was making some good money at that job and it was the most boring job ever and I hated it uh, and that could not keep me there. But what I came to find out is like, I really wanted to do something where I could be creative and like express myself in a new way. And that takes time, right? So don't like get down on yourself if you don't know what you need. You have to test it out with different jobs. That's why internships are important. Part-time jobs are important. Doing like little projects and like, like doing stuff in school and like testing it out. Like that's where I found what I really liked, which was events and like hosting and like interacting with people those are the three things that I did really well in my fraternity and I really loved those elements of my life so I translated that into what we do here at Dim Events and then helping people out and like building connections is the other part of it and then the one other thing that always comes up and all you have is all you need and things that I feel like we always are trying to figure out is the timing. How long do you think it takes for you to get to which your ultimate goal is? A lot of people, when we end up utilizing and looking at social media, we think it's going to be kind of instant. We think it's going to be a year after college. But the thing that we really hope for is through these career panels that you all are seeing, it doesn't work right just like that, right? You might go to college and study PR, but then you might end up being in the workforce and be like a marketing manager or someone who loves IO, right? Um, those are the things that can change within you. And it's really good to spend that time to reflect, which we talked about in self-actualization and taking time to trust your process, not just comparing yourself to the process of others. And that takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of constant reminders. So a lot of like work on yourself and con continuously telling yourself like, look, I'm good where I am. Let me really understand what I'm doing in this space and what I'm learning within this space. Because a lot of the great opportunities that we have, whether it's a part-time job, whether it's an internship, whether working in your sorority or your fraternity or our organization on campus, you're learning all of these tools and these resources. And what I wish I would have done back then is organize my thoughts out during that time and write out what helped me during that time or what I learned during that time. Because now I can reflect and tell you all, like when I was in my fraternity, I enjoyed these three things. 
but I didn't understand that those were the three things that I enjoyed back then. If I did, I could have applied that to school and switch my major or switch the thing that I was interested in and pertain that to my internship instead of chasing financial gain, which sometimes is some of the things that you have to do. So like I said, for instance, with my situation, I needed a job right out of college and I had to take that job because otherwise I had to move back home to Minneapolis and I was not trying to do that. So in some instances, you have to work on that balancing of saying, you know what, I'm gonna be at this job and then I'm gonna use this job to catapult me to the next job. So be strategic in that thinking. The last thing is, do you ever feel like you're out of time, right? Things that we always are really trying to focus on is when we feel like we're out of time, that tries for us, it makes us speed up our own process. And by speeding up our own process, we miss out on so many things that are coming towards us. I think the one thing that was good about COVID is it slowed down a lot of our process of running around to these different things. And it really showed us what we enjoy doing or what our full process was like because we could stop, comprehend some things. So I urge you all to not rush on other people's timing. I was just talking to someone about this, but work on your own timing. Even though someone might say, hey, you know what? I got this opportunity for you. I need to know by tomorrow. Sometimes you can go back to them, right? Because I remember when I was younger, and then with someone older, a little bit more higher up in the company, I would feel like, oh my gosh, I got to get this done tomorrow, or I got to give them the decision tomorrow. But sometimes you can go back to them and say, hey, is it possible that you could give me like two days or something of that nature? And by doing that, now you have more time to reflect to see, am I rushing for this because of the money? Or am I rushing for this because I really enjoy it? Or am I rushing because they're rushing me? And when you ask yourself those questions, it helps for you to make better decisions because the biggest thing is all you have is all you need. So your answer is within you. It's never on the outside of you, right? It's very rarely on the outside of someone telling you, do this, do this, right? That's where most people get really confused. And the reason why I said, who are some of your favorite artists is because I'm sure most of your favorite artists, like a few of you have said, are those people who don't care what other people are saying, right? They're making the decisions from all inside of them. And that's why a lot of the times in culture and society, we emulate those people, but we don't reflect what they're doing within our own lives because we say, oh, they're a celebrity, they can do that, I can't do that. But in reality, you can do that, right? When you're at the business table, when you're negotiating on the job, do what you need, right? And some of our panelists talk about that saying like, hey, I need an extra week of vacation because I know when I go out on vacation, I come back even more inspired, right? Or some people might say, hey, I need an extra month or a few more weeks before I start this job because I really need to take this time to be with my family. That's how I feel grounded. So don't be afraid to make those suggestions and have a dialogue. I think all of us talked about this in your interview presentation where your pitching should be a dialogue. So never forget that your pitching doesn't only apply to like a presentation, it applies to real life. So even when you're negotiating these things, when you're negotiating, and we'll talk more about this, like what to do when you get into in front of people, I couldn't find my notes for it, but we'll get to that and we'll talk about what to do when you're in person. But one of the things that I've reiterated and talked about so much is when you're having a dialogue, you're able to extract information. So 
let's say, you know, Lucia is to my love, so I'm going to pick on Lucia. Let's say Lucia has a job. She just got a job, but her family is going on a vacation. She loves her family. Her family is the main thing that keeps her grounded and very is important, is important to her, but the job wants her to start a week earlier. Now, what Lucia can do within that situation is have a dialogue with her boss or the CEO, whatever type. I think she worked for a startup, so she might be having a conversation with the CEO. So she goes to the CEO and is talking with them. And instead of just saying, hey, I need this time off because of X, Y, and Z, and that's it, and leaving it there, which most of us, that's how we did our presentations, where we say our whole idea. And then once we get to the idea, then we want them to speak. We can say, hey, you know what? I know you need me to start during that time. Is there a specific reason that you need me to start during that time? And now there becomes a dialogue. So the CEO might say, you know what? We actually have this project that we really wanna get done right now. Um, and that's the main reason why we want you to start during that time. And maybe you can go back to them and say, you know what? I have this prior obligation and I would really, I really wanna get started on this project is it possible for me, for us to push it a week back so I could go on this family vacation? Family is so important to me um, and it keeps me grounded and it helps for my creativity to fully be immersed in the project. I know if I start this week before, I'll be in more of a depressive state or I won't be as happy to, and my work will kind of lack during that time. Now there's a dialogue that's happening rather than upfront saying all those things and the CEO, has an understanding of, oh, all right, if I do this project this week, this person is not gonna probably do the best at it. So maybe we can push it back a week, right? So don't be afraid to have those conversations. And God forbid they said, you know what, Lucia, this job is not for you. We're gonna have to let you go. At least, right, most people would be like, oh my gosh, I've messed up my whole life. But what you really just understood, God forbid, we, we won't put that energy out there because that's not gonna happen. But God forbid, if that did happen, that shows you, and that's a warning sign that you probably shouldn't work for that company because they don't care about who you are as a person and they don't care about your process. So those are things that you want to find out earlier rather than later, because then you get into the job, you get stuck in it, and you have a financial commitment, and now you can't work your way out of it, right? And now you just feel trapped and you're in more of a depressive state rather than being in a happier state. So a lot of companies now are understanding how mental health works and how it impacts their job. So being upfront and having those discussions are really important um, so you can progress and move forward in your career. Did that all make sense for all of you? Cool. So I think that's something that you can really apply to the work that you're doing and in the careers.